Good morning, River family. We're so excited to be with you in your homes again today. We're so thankful that you are connected to the River of Life and the family at the River of Life. Do us a favor. Grab your smartphone or whatever you're using right now and click on that little share button at the bottom of your screen and share today's service with someone that you can encourage. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. We appreciate you. We love you. We're excited to celebrate you today. And we're excited to celebrate Jesus. Amen? All right. Hey, let's do something we normally do at home. Put your hands together. Just give the Lord some praise. Maybe you're in your living room. Maybe you're in the car right now watching. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're uh, in, the, in the kitchen or maybe in the bedroom. But just give the Lord a hand clap of praise for the good things that he has done in our lives. How many know that we are blessed? We are blessed beyond measure. We're blessed beyond what we're able to describe. And today we're going to be uh, listening to Pastor Brian tell us about the blessing. We're excited about the Word of God coming to you. Until then, join us in worship. Join us as we declare the blessing of God over our lives. Amen. My family, my family is blessed. 
my health, my health is blessed. Is blessed in my will. Yes, it is. My church is blessed. It's blessed. My city. My nation is blessed. For my God. Come on, see my house is blessed. It's blessed. My family. My health is blessed. Yes, it is. And my will is blessed. My church is blessed. Yeah, my city. Come on, say my city. My nation is blessed. For my God.
to grab it. It's yours. Sing it with us. Hallelujah. 
great thou art how great thou art and sings my soul my savior comes me how great thou art how great thou art how great you are how great you You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, Abba Father. You are worthy of all praise. To you our lives we raise. You are awesome in this place. Mighty God, you are awesome in this place, mighty God, you are awesome in this place, Abba Father, you are worthy of all to you our lives we raise you are awesome in this place mighty how great thou art how Even when we don't see it, even when we don't feel it, how great you are. How great. <laughs> how great you the promise that he said he would never leave us or forsake us be with us to the very end I know it's Mother's Day and so many emotions around such a wonderful day we celebrate our mothers you have one we all have one mine's in the hospital today so nobody can see her nobody can be with her but last night, before she went to bed, my sister talked to her and said, Mom, remember, God's with you. 
read her some scriptures and she fell into the peace of Jesus that never leave or forsake you came into the room. So wherever you are this morning, moms, dads, children, he's with you. And if you just call on his name, his word says he'll be there. He'll be there. I promise you. When you call his name and it's not in vain, he'll be there. You'll feel him. His presence will change your atmosphere. Another mom I want to say happy Mother's Day to today is one that we don't often think of, but I do. That's birth moms. Moms that chose to allow someone else to parent and be their baby's mom or father. I want to say happy Mother's Day to you. You are a mom. You're a great mom. I've got two of them in my life that are really, really great moms because they made the decision and the choice to let me be a daddy and my wonderful wife, Les, be their mom. So if you're a birth mom, happy Mother's Day. You are cherished, and we celebrate you today. Amen? Somebody look over at your mom and say happy Mother's Day. Pick up the phone after church and call them. Make sure they know that you love them. Amen? Welcome to the River of Life. If you're joining us and you're a visitor, why don't you just send us a quick email and say, hey, I enjoyed the service online. And uh, it's, it's not like being together, but it's awfully good. So we're glad that we get to be in your living room, in your car, in your home, in your office, wherever you're watching. Thanks for joining in and being a part of this service. Offering time here in the house. All of our faithful believers, we thank God that he's given us a commandment of obedience and faithfulness. And when we are those two things, when we're obedient and we're faithful, we don't have the fear of financial failure anymore because he said he would always be there and supply our needs. Amen. So. You know what it is, your tithe, your offering, your first fruits, your alms, whatever you're giving, you can give them online. If you're watching on the website, click the giving button. If you want to do it on uh, Zelle, you can do that right now. Click on Zelle, and it's giving at riveroflifeaz.com. That's giving at riveroflifeaz.com. If you want to use Zelle, of course, you can use all the methods on, your, on the website. Or you can send a check to 4302 made out to the River of Life. It's 4302 East Broadway. That'll mail snail mail still shows up but if you want to be a part of the offering and you want your giving to be in right now today like mine you can click the giving button on the website and be blessed and receive the awesome wonderful blessings and promises of God that he'll be there and he'll take care of us amen happy mother's day love somebody share your love and here's pastor Brian with a great message today good morning river family and everyone else who's who's watching today God bless you, and happy Mother's Day. We were talking about it on the way in. This is very different the way that we normally celebrate Mother's Day. I always look to see, because we have such a diverse congregation, some of, some of the hats that used to come out back in the day find their way out, like on Mother's Day and Easter, and I always, and I, what is that? Yeah, Miss Hattie. Miss Hattie, we're talking about you right now, and I always like, like that and, and we love we love honoring the moms and giving the flowers out to the women who have raised the most children and, and all that and so 
God bless you all. If you are raising or have raised one child or 20 children or more, God bless you for that and for giving us life. The truth is all of us have had a mother and have a mother. And so, you know, a lot of times we think, well, she wasn't exactly how I expect her to be. Well, you probably weren't exactly what she expected you to be. So we're even that way. And, and uh, so be thankful for your mom and for the life that she's given. And, and I love it when, when we talk about when we talk about relatives that we've loved and people that have gone on to their reward to their reward. We still talk about them with present tense because they still exist. Like, for an example, we wouldn't say that that uh, my grandmother was a great-grandmother. She was and is still a great-grandmother. In fact, I feel like her prayers are still affecting me right now as I stand here before you, getting ready to open the Bible. Some of her prayers live on today. Even though she's gone on to be with Jesus, I believe that her prayers are still alive today and affecting our lives. And um, I love my mom. She's one of the three people in the audience today. And so, Mom, I'd like for you to come up. I'd like for you to share... And I know that you don't like getting put on the spot. Most people don't. But I want you to just talk about Jesus. You've known him for a long time, and I know that that, that comes natural because you're so in love with him. And and uh, I, I brought her a couple things this morning and, and thanked her. And, I, and, I, and I, I wrote in her card that one of the greatest blessings of my life is for you to be my mother. Well, hello, everybody that's here and everybody that's in their home. And happy Mother's Day, as we've already... That was great, Doug, to the mothers that have adopted children and love them and care for them. Well, my mother loved Jesus so much. And she was a great example for me because someone said when your mother is on their knees you know God if she knows Jesus he's hearing those prayers and he answers them and now I've known Jesus uh, 60 years and I'm so thankful you never get tired of talking about Jesus because he is Lord he is he loves us with a love that doesn't end Mothers get tired sometimes, don't they, Penny? <laughs> Physically tired. Not tired of those children. No, they're your children. But just think, we are God's children, and he never grows weary. He, underneath us are his everlasting arms. He, he knows everything about us, and we fail sometimes, and yet he just picks us up and loves us, just loves us. And so if you don't know Jesus, whether you're a mother, a man, a young person, old person, whatever age, it doesn't matter, call on the name of Jesus. Whosoever will call on the name of the Lord, do it with all your heart. Lay down your pride. Just call on Jesus. He hears you morning, noon, and night. Your mother may not be around, but he's everywhere at the same place. God cannot be contained in one place. He owns the world 
and those that are in it. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, today, rid us of this plague. God, you took care of those children of Israel. They were in Goshen, and there was light. While the other people, it was dark. So we're asking for the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus and the healer to come into our land. We ask you for forgiveness for our carelessness, for whatever sins we have committed, Lord. Heal us, God. We thank you that you hear us, Lord Jesus, that you are the healer, God. We look to you, Lord Jesus, and we're so thankful that you are our Savior. And I thank you for Brian, Darren, and Dana. I love those children. They are the best children in the world. And listen, mothers, dads, whoever, the greatest accomplishment you will ever accomplish is accomplish. My tongue is twisted. Uh, what the best thing you can ever do is raise children that will love and serve God. I don't care if you're poor or rich. It matters the most that those children know the Lord. So be the example, not the exception. Okay, Brian, I, I tried to talk about y'all more, but I, I better talk about Jesus Amen. Thanks, Mom. Amen. Thank you. We were actually I had we had planned a trip and we were going to go to Zion National Park. And Penny and Ron and I were, were taking my, my mom and dad the end of last month and go up there and go hiking a little bit. Dad was going to be our designated driver and just take care of us and drive us up there and, and go to Bryce Canyon and and it just didn't quite work out that way this year. As a lot of plans that millions of people had didn't quite work out that way this year. But I want to remind us today that this is a temporary situation. And then I don't want to belittle it, and I don't want to make light of it, and I don't and I don't want to just say, oh, just trust God and get through it. But I do want to say, trust God and get through it. Someone recently told me that the best way out of anything is going through it. I have to talk about that someday, that the best way out is go through. So I'm asking the, the strength of, of the Lord to help every individual across this world to trust him and to receive the strength of God to go through this temporary situation. It's not always going to be like this. I don't know if any of you listened to T.D. Jakes this week, but I, I listened to him last night, and he said, what is a month or two or six or whatever compared to the big picture? So what if we have to sacrifice for a couple months? So what if we can't get together and, and do the things that we love to do and go to the to the mall and go out to eat for a couple months or whatever. He said, what is all that compared to what we have on the other side of this? So I want to remind you today, and, and, and Bishop Jakes, thank you for that word of encouragement because you stirred my spirit, sir, when I listened to you. What a reminder that this is so temporary and compared to what's on the other side. So remember, this is not it. This is not the way the story ends that we're going to come through. And even in the midst of this, in the midst of this, God remains the same. He does not change. And that is what helps me keep my mind 
That's what helps me tap into peace and the peace that passes all understanding and, and, and the joy of the Lord, which is not circumstantial, but it's founded upon being in the presence of the Creator. So be encouraged around the world. Be encouraged that God is going to show up and He's going to take care of His people. He's already showing up and He's going to do some miraculous things. And just remember, this is a temporary situation and compared to what's on the other side, it's worth, let's go through this, all right? Let's get through this. And I pray the strength of God help you and your family and wherever you are, whatever it is that you're dealing with, whatever you're struggling with, that the Holy Ghost could come in and give you supernatural strength and endurance to get through and see the promises of God fulfilled in your life. So today, I'm excited. I'm on a mission, as often I am. Today, I want to talk about the blessing of God. And there are so many different ways that we can look at this. Because why? Because there's so many ways that we've been blessed. Just for an example, Tiff, I was thinking about, as, I, as I've been thinking about this actually for a few weeks, that one of the things that you've asked the Lord for, you received that blessing this week, right? You want to come up and share that real fast? All right. I think, I think this would be a great faith builder for us that, in the midst of all this crazy that God is still moving and answering prayers, isn't he? Share, share with the church family what God did for you this week. Good morning, church family. Um, some of you know because I posted it online, but I have been, I, I told Darren I woke up actually the day that I found out that I got my job. I woke up that morning and I didn't know I was getting it yet. And I said, I am overwhelmed with thankfulness today. I don't know why, but I just feel so overwhelmed with thankful. I'm thankful for the blue sky. I'm thankful for our home. I'm thankful that in the midst of this craziness, God is still with us. He's still for us. And that day, you know, you guys know I've been going, I went to college for many, many years, and um, I went as an older adult, and that was, sorry, center a struggle that was hard I still had smaller children at home my brain doesn't work quite the same at 50 as it did at 20 <laughs> but I was able to get my college degree I was able to get my master's degree which was only by God and through the support and the encouragement of the church and my family who kept pushing me and and God has allowed doors to open for me to teach in the church which I never knew would happen you know there but the dream going through college is that one day I would be able to teach at the high school that my girls would be going to now they're not as thrilled as I am about this happening they're proud but they're not quite as thrilled about having their mom on campus but the other day, I went to college for over seven years. It's hard for me. I'm an expressive worshiper. I want to move around. Uh, went to college for a long time. I applied for a job at Desert Vista High School, which is where they will go, which is where my older kids went to school. And there were so many candidates that they had two days of interviewing. So when I got the call about four days later, she said, we want to offer you the job. And I just thought, God, ram in the bush over and over and over. He has provided for us. He provided for me a substitute job when all other substitutes don't have a job right now. I got to have a job. He provided me a car when my car was going to break down and we didn't know it. And we got the neighbor's car for just a few hundred dollars. My car broke down like a week later. 
a ram in the bush over and over again. So through all of this that we're going through, I heard somebody say today, don't forget about your dreams. It's okay to dream. It's okay because God put those dreams within you, and he's going to use those dreams to further the kingdom of God. And so I am so grateful today and thankful that I got the job as a freshman, sophomore, high school teacher. Y'all better pray for me <laughs> at the school of my dreams. And um, so thank you for letting me share that, Pastor Brian. I'm blessed. Glad for you. Happy Mother's Day. And do your kids, do they range from 6 to 36? Is that what you were saying? Something like that? 12 to 36. All right. That's something. So we can, we can look at our lives, and, 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 and the first thing that I, that I want to say today, that the Bible tells us that every good gift comes from the Father above. So I, I'm one of those people, not that I'm so super religious, as you know, I'm really not, but I'm super grateful. I'm, I'm the one that sometimes hold up, holds up the line a little bit at Costco when I'm getting gas because I literally thank God for every gallon of gas I'm able to put in our cars. I do. Every, every time we go to the grocery store and we're able to buy anything that we want to eat, I'm thankful for that. I'm, I'm thankful. I, I will wake up in the middle. Of, I'm not lying. I will wake up in the middle of the night and thank God for the pillows that I'm laying on and, and for the sheets and for the air conditioning and, and for the ability to, to take care of our family because I realize if he doesn't give it to me, I don't have my next breath because in him we live, move, and have our being. So, you know, sometimes we think that we, and we have worked hard, and, and we, we've accomplished some things, and thank God for that. But in the midst of that, God's the one who gave us the strength to work hard, gave us the strength to go to school, gave us the strength to get educated, and gave us the favor of God to get that position, to get that, that job. So the, the thing that I want to say first is when we talk about being blessed, it's not with an attitude of haughtiness and pride. It's from a standpoint and a posture of humbleness and being grateful. God, yeah, I'm blessed, but the only reason that I'm blessed is because of you. The reason my cup runs over with the goodness of God is because of you. The reason that I have abundance is because of you. So let's remember that. That don't, 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 don't think that when we're talking about, as we even open the service today, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. And, and we're not singing that like from a standpoint of, of pride. We're singing to God, I'm blessed. And it's because of you. It's because of you. And, and, and you know, sometimes coming from a, a Pentecostal, Pentecostal background, some actually believed that it, was, uh, that it was almost wrong, that you almost had to take a vow of poverty to serve Jesus. And that's not true. There is nothing wrong with having things. There's nothing wrong with being blessed. There's nothing wrong with having a nice car and a, and a wonderful house and having money and being able to do things. There's nothing wrong with that. Just remember the blesser, that God was the one that blessed us with that. And, and just uh, something, I learned this from, from a woman that I, I have so much respect for. Her, her name is Carol Cook. And uh, I just, her, her and Jim and their family, we so appreciate you and respect you. And, and Carol, you've, you've made so many different deposits in my life. And, and one of the things that you said years ago, you were saying that, 
that uh, there are a lot of people that have a lot of money and they have a lot of things. Some people have so many cars they can't even drive them and have so many houses they have hard time even staying in them because they're all over the world and, and that there are people that are blessed with a whole lot of things and they've, they've like uh, they acquired a lot and bought a lot and purchased a lot and the way that I say this is the way it's it does, the Bible doesn't say that money is the root of evil it says the love of money is the root of, of evil and it's really referring to like lust of money like more and more and like hoarding but for me the way I see it the more money you have the more options you have more money, more options. I told Lauren the other day, more cheddar makes things better. You have a little more cheddar, you have more options. You have plenty of money, you don't have to look at the price on the menu when we start going out to eat again. Right? You don't have to because the more money you've got, the more options you have. And, and I like that. I would love to be so, I, I still look for the day someday that, that, w that we won't have to ask money for permission. That we'll ask God if this is his will and that money will serve the vision. That if it's God, we don't say, I can't afford it. We say, is this God? Then let's do it. I would love to be a spirit-led philanthropist. But if it doesn't ever get quite as big as I want it to, I'm going to be faithful with what I do have and, 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 uh, and, and share and bless. And here's another thing. Often God blesses us with, with things and with money and with talents and with gifts and with different things, not just for us, but to be a blessing to someone else. And I love that. I love it that, that, that we realize that so much of what God gives us, it's to give to someone else, to share with someone else. And, and, and my cousin Jackie Good morning, Jackie, and all our family in Oklahoma. Love you guys. Hope you're all doing well. Chelsea, I'm praying for you. I'm praying that you get completely delivered from that fear and that you can enjoy life and, and enjoy that little baby that you're about to have in, in two months. But he, he taught me this. He said that God will get to you what he can get through you. And so God blesses us so we can be a blessing. That's right. I love it. I see people in our church right now being practical I heard this is, I had just a simple lesson the other day I, I was I was driving by some I saw someone out and they needed help they had a sign up and I said God bless them you know what I heard you bless them yes sir do you know that often God blesses another person through a person I still yet have to have, have I seen money fall out of the sky Every time I've been blessed financially, someone's given me a check or some cash or, 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 or done something, and it came through a person. So think about that as we talk about being blessed today, that God blesses us not just for us to hoard and, and, and to have pride and look what I've got and look what I've done and, and, and have so much food that it rots before we can eat it instead of sharing it with people. You know, let's, let's or, or, you know, right now, probably not much of a problem because we recycle leftovers for days and, and, and that. But let's, let's be, as we're blessed from God, let's be a blessing, okay? And let's remember that when we talk about being blessed, it's from a standpoint of being grateful, God, grateful for all this. So Carol was talking about it one day, and, and they've been blessed. They've, they've got to do some amazing things in life and, and, and really enjoy the, the finer things of life. And we've been, we've been privileged to get to share some really wonderful things 
with them because they, they blessed us, and we really appreciate that, and uh, I'm thankful for that. I remember one of the first times, just to give you an idea, they invited us to their beach house in Coronado Island, and so, y'all, we looked like the Clampets. We had an old SUV. We had everything except an ice chest bungee to the top of this thing, and, and we headed out, and and we had the, the girls were small, and so we headed out to Coronado Island, Coronado Island off of the, the 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 coast of San Diego. We'd never been, and so I'm thinking beach house, you know, beach house, like maybe something I've seen in Haiti or down in Florida or something. I don't know. So we get there, and there's there's like a a what do you call it? A guard shack, yes. And they ask for your name and who you're there to see, which building they're in. And I'm looking at these high-rise buildings along the coast. And, and all of a sudden, what I thought was the beach house is a high-rise building with condos in it. And they have two adjacent to one another on the third floor. And the walls retract with glass windows. And all you see is the ocean. And I'm like, oh, wow. Pinch me. Someone, is, it, is this really happening? Because right now I'm a little bit out of my league, but I was born for this. And so they went to the desk name Pace here to see the cooks. Gave us the keys. It was just amazing. Anyway, they know about being blessed with material things. But they also are, are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ and realize that everything they have is a gift from God. In fact, when we talk about money, she said before, she said, God doesn't just have 10%. 100% of what we have belongs to him. It's his. He's just blessed us. So, so she was talking, and she said, Brian, you know what you, you need to remember, and think about this, that some people, the difference between some people and others and being blessed and having a lot, some people, just because they have a lot of things, it doesn't mean that they're blessed. It just means that they have a lot of things because being blessed means that you have a relationship with God. And that's what brings the blessing, a relationship with God. Do we like things? Yes, we like things. And thank you all for blessing me with so many wonderful things. Thank you. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. I appreciate it. But I want to say that on, on top of that and in the midst of that, that the source of all good gifts, it's God. So I'm thankful, yes, I'm thankful for our cars, thankful for our house, thankful for our food, but I'm thankful for the peace of mind. I'm thankful that my sins are forgiven. I'm thankful that I've been washed in the blood of Jesus. I'm thankful that I'm a recipient of eternal life. I'm thankful for the name of Jesus Christ. I'm thankful to be full of the Holy Spirit. All those things can't have any price tag put on them. You can't write a check. You can't use a charge card. Freely, we have received those wonderful blessings of God. What a blessing it is right now in the midst of all this crazy to be able to keep your sanity and to be able to sleep at night and know that God's got me. What a gift. What a blessing. So let, let's talk about this this morning. And I, wanted, I hope that made sense. Hope that I, you saw that I don't in any way in any way think that there's anything wrong. I think it's a wonderful gift from God when he blesses us with things. Don't you? And I pray that God continues to bless you and your family and, and your lives, that you would just be blessed above and beyond what even you're able to think. And just remember that it's all for God and that he is amazing. He's such a generous father, isn't he? So let's look. Remember we talked the last couple of weeks, we've talked about Abraham 
Sarah a little bit and how Abraham hoped against hope when he was like almost 100 years old and the Lord's saying and, and, and you're going to you're gonna, you're gonna have that baby. You're gonna have that, that son. You, you and Sarah's gonna have that baby. And, and Abraham's thinking, yeah, but I'm, I'm dead, and I'm, there's no way I can, I can produce a son at this point. And, and Sarah, God, I don't know if you noticed, but she's, she's about 90 years old, and, and that doesn't matter to God. Remember, we talked about that. That the things that seem so impossible, really, it's a great opportunity for God to show up. So let's look now. Let's go and, and talk about. Let's talk about some things here. Let's go first to Genesis 17. All right, Genesis 17. Genesis 17 and 1. We're going to do a little back history with Abraham and Sarah. Genesis 17 and 1. And when Abram was 90 years old and 9, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I, the Almighty God, walk before you. I, the Almighty God, and he says, You walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abraham fell on his face. And God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall they call thy name be Abram, but now thou shalt call you Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in the generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. Isn't that something? God's making this promise to a man that's 99 years old and saying that many nations are going to come out of you and that kings are going to come out of you as well. Something that sometimes we don't talk about as much as we should is this character, Sarah. And since it's Mother's Day, and the Bible says to give honor to whom honor is due, I would like to talk about Sarah and brag on her for just a minute. Now, we know that uh, years back, when God had first uh, talked to Abraham, and, and he shared it with Sarah, and she thought, yeah, and she laughed and all that. <clears throat> and so she tried to help God out. And, and she offered Hagar, the, the, her, her handmaiden, to her husband, and, and, and they had a son. But, but God said, that's not my plan. I, the plan is the, the son of promise is with Abraham and Sarah, the promise of Isaac, the one that causes me to laugh. So let's look at 15. Let's say in the same chapter, Genesis 17 and 15. And God said unto Abraham, as for Sarai, thy wife, Thou shalt no longer call her Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. So she kind of went from princess to princess, from like lowercase to capital princess. And I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. 
We could read on in verse 17, then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said, in his heart shall a child be born unto him that is 100 years old, and shall Sarah that is 90 years old bear? And that's something that just shows us that uh, not everything. See, we, we often, we sometimes get so religious and so spiritual that we think everything in the Bible, it, it was just like this this amazing the story with with like sunsets and angels and but you know it was real like these people were real people just like we are and he and he's laughing he's talking about yeah i'm gonna be about 100 years old she's gonna be about 90 and we're gonna have all this lineage and remember god had promised abraham he said look up in the sky you see how many stars you see those are your descendants that i'm gonna give you to a normal man you know what made Abraham other than normal? He trusted God and was faithful to what God promised. God made him a promise, and Abraham just didn't sit back and keep his arms folded and wait for it to happen. What's my part, God? I believe you, because faith without works is what? Dead. So Abraham got with Sarah. If you all were here today, I'd paint a little picture about that, but I'll wait till you're back so I, so I can see your faces and that so he got with Sarah and they had this son and they named him Isaac now what's so special about that well Abraham had so many blessings that were promised from God seven of the greatest blessings I'm going to name them right now that God had promised number one God had promised great nations will come out of you Abraham and God said, number two, I will bless you. Do you remember the scripture that talks about that no man can curse whom God blesses? Let me say to you today, you being a descendant, a spiritual child out of the spiritual loins of Abraham and the promise that God gave to Abraham, you are blessed of the Lord because you love him and you've given your heart to him. You've given your life to him. You're blessed. And, and can't anything change that? Even when we go through stuff and you think, this is what a blessed person looks like? Well, look, you can't see what's going on on the inside. The inside of a man, the spirit part of a man that eyes can't see in the natural, that's the part that's so blessed. I believe that there are people today in the country of Haiti that will never own a car, that will never own a home with electricity, that will never have a shower with hot water, that will never own a King James Bible, that will never hear a Hammond B3 play, that will never hear a choir with three parts, and they're still blessed. You know why they're blessed? Because they are descendant of their father, Abraham, and the Spirit of God has invested his best inside of them with righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Blessed doesn't always look the same on the exterior. And who we really are, saints, it's not who we see on the exterior. It's who you are on the inside. And that's where the true blessing is. So when God blesses you, you are blessed, even if, though it may not look like it and you may not feel like it and circumstances would argue with that. The truth of the Lord is if God calls you blessed, you are blessed, even when going through. Amen. Okay, so number one, God said, because of me, Abraham, great nations will come out of you. Number two, I will bless you. And what I bless, can any man curse? Number three, I'm going to make your name great. 
Number four, you will be a blessing. You will be a blessing. As I spoke earlier today, often God blesses us so we can be a blessing. God encourages me so I will encourage someone else. God downloads into me so I can upload into someone else. God speaks to me so I can speak to you. God visits me and speaks to me and blesses me so I can speak and encourage people that may feel like they're hopeless. You are not hopeless. Why? The Word of God promises if we love Him and if we follow after Him, then He blesses us. And not only that, He makes us a blessing. I am convinced that where you live is better off because you live there. Your, your apartment complex is blessed because you moved in. Oh, Brian, that's stupid. No, it's not stupid. That's what, that's, that, that's what it really means to be a believer, that where you live, where you shop, where you buy your groceries, it's better because you're there. Why? Because you're blessed, and you carry the anointing of God, and because you're blessed, you bring a blessing. Let's move on. Number five, I will bless them that bless you. I like that. I like that. The Lord told Abraham, he said, I'm going to bless those that bless you. I have seen in my life over and over again people that have been blessed of God and that have been so blessed, and as they bless other people, they are so blessed in return. And, and, and it, sometimes the math in, in God's kingdom doesn't even make sense. I, I, I have experienced in my life people that have blessed Penny and I and the girls. And, and I've seen the people that are so blessed. And I feel that sometimes it's because that it's sowing good seed. I feel like it's sowing good seed. And, and when you sow blessing seed, it brings blessing. It's like if, if you plant tomatoes, you, you don't get okra. You, if, you don't. You don't. If you want tomatoes, you plant tomatoes. If you want okra, you plant okra. If you want blessings in your life, then you plant blessings. Hoarding, 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 taking, taking, taking is not sowing and reaping. But, but, but when you give, and I'm not talking about money right now. Yeah, you, you, yes, give some money. But I'm talking about when you give of you, when you give of your, your, your time and, 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 and whatever it is that you're able to do. When I see Penny, sometimes I've been mad at her recently, I'm not going to lie, because she has mastered bread making. Oh, my Lord. And she makes this bread that is amazing. And, and the whole house, the whole house, I can smell it. I can smell it when it goes in the oven. And, and I can just smell it coming through the house. And we had this sourdough sm uh, start. His name's Walter, and he was 90-something years old when Penny got him. And she kind of let him pass away, and she brought him to Darren, and Darren gave him a new, new life. And then they've been cooking with him, and then Darren brought him back. And now, now I call him Lazarus, and now he's about 100 years old. And so Penny's working that sourdough Walter that's about 100 years old in this bread. And, oh, my God, you guys, it smells amazing. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. We're, we're going to have we're going to have Lazarus bread tonight. And sometimes she puts rosemary in it and sea salt and olive oil. Oh, my God, it is so good. And, and, and then I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to eat it while it's hot. And she goes, yeah, I, I made this for, for, for um, 
Rachel, she's not feeling well, and I'm going to make her, make her some chicken noodle soup and take her that. I'm like, what? It's not staying. I'm all set for this. But you know what? Penny's out there taking care of people and blessing people and, 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 and buying like 50, 50 pound bags of 50 pound bags of flour so she can t- continue making bread, not just for us, but for other people. When people come and eat at our house, they take food with them. Why? Because she's blessing them. She's blessing them. We're so blessed that she it causes like this, this overflow to bless someone else. And if we were to hoard every single thing and have and hoard all this, this these, these uh, bags of flour and every loaf of bread she makes, I would be gordo in just a short time. You guys know what gordo means, right? Mucho grande. Fat. So she's blessed in blessing others. She's blessed, and as, she's, and as she sows in, we get blessed. We have, I cannot even, I can't even, I don't even, I'm not even going to talk about it all today. But even in the midst of all of this craziness, we are so blessed and provided for. And God has done such amazing things in our lives through people through people that we maybe haven't even talked to for a while will check on us. And, and uh, it's the blessing of God. And God told Abraham, I will bless those that bless you. And I will curse those that curse you. So that's why, and I'll go on with this one because this not, isn't quite as exciting. But basically... You do what's right and let God handle your enemies, all right? You do what's right and focus on him. And, and, and if, if every, every tongue that rises up against you and, and no weapon formed against you will prosper. And if the Lord just, you, you hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battles and he'll, he'll take care of that. So when something and the enemy comes against you, you just let God take care of that, all right? When they try to curse you, just ignore it. Let God handle that. And look at this, seven. In all of the families of the earth, in you, the Lord said to Abraham, in you, all of the families of the earth shall be blessed. Wow. Isn't that something? Out of two hopeless, seemingly hopeless situations, God brought Abraham and Sarah to fulfillment of promise, and they had Isaac and, and then out of their lineage, Israel came. And here we are now, spiritual Israel, joint heirs with Jesus, grafted in to God's chosen people, and just as much a recipient as the promises that God gave Abraham, God is giving to us. Let me read those again. The seven blessings of Abraham. I will make a great nation out of you. On a smaller scale, I want to say to us, I told us three weeks ago, if you remember, about three weeks ago, reminded you that when we obey God and we trust him and we serve him, that it doesn't just affect us, but it affects those around us and our families and our children and our children's children. I believe that. And as I talked about that, I talked about Penny and I and then Lauren and Elizabeth and then Cristiano and Colby. But after I got home, I went back to, to my mom, Shirley, and then I went up a generation. And my father, 
Lee, and then I went up a generation to my grandmother Velma, and then I went up a generation to my great grandparents, and so there, and then I saw like seven generations of influence because of my great grandparents and even those before them that served God, and now our four-year-old grandsons are recipients of the blessing that has traveled from generation to generation to generation to generation and in your family you say well you don't have that well then you be the one that changed that then break that generational curse and you be the one that starts that generational blessing to your children and to your children's children amen amen it works this isn't just something that's positive thinking it's the plan of god yes it is abraham's blessing number one i will make great nations come of you number two Abraham was told by God, I will bless you. Let me just say right there, when God said he's going to bless you, just know you're going to be blessed. Number three, I will make your name great. Four, you will be a blessing. Five, I will bless those that bless you. Six, I will curse those that curse you. Seven, and in you, all of the families of the earth shall be blessed. Amen. Thank God for so much, so much. Let's go to Galatians 3. I hope I'm encouraging someone today to see that we are blessed. We are so blessed, and it's because of God. We're in Galatians 3, verse 6 through 14. Galatians 3, 6 through 14. Even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many as are under the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who continueth not in all things which are not written in the book of the law to do them. Verse 11, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. That's something to look at, isn't it? That no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Verse 13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made the curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. God, thank you for that. Because of the crucifixion of Jesus and the shed blood, that passed on that generational blessing of Abraham onto the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. What does it mean to be blessed? Well, a couple definitions that I wrote and, and I kind of simplified for to help myself and, and to to hopefully communicate what does it really mean to be blessed you know and 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 let me let me say we have learned when we've been in church for any length of time we can kind of sometimes speak christianese and i don't i don't want to be critical but i just want to say that there's a better way of expression 
than just something that's kind of rehearsed and religious. For an example, when you ask somebody, hey, you know, I'm just blessed alone. Okay, well, what does that mean? I don't know. When I say, how are you doing? I say, I'm blessed. What are you talking about? Well, let me just tell you what I'm talking about. The other day, I was looking at my account. I had $3. I checked it again in a while. I had $253. And I was able to pay my electric, put gas in my car, get to work, and buy groceries. And I still don't know. That's blessed of the Lord. How you doing? Oh, I'm so blessed. Why are you so blessed? Well, you know, my son, he's been struggling for 22 years. And he's been sober for one year. I am so blessed. He has been completely free from his addiction. You see what I mean? So they're not just hollow words. Like, if you say you're blessed, you got to have something inside of you that's like, let me tell you about it. All right. So blessed, it means feeling fortunate. Do you feel fortunate? Amen. Feel fortunate. To have something. Being blessed means that you feel fortunate to have something like health. I thank God for my health every single day of my life. I sure do. Well, Brian, you're young enough. Well, I'm over halfway to dead. And when someone, when you get diagnosed with the C word and they start giving you statistics of how things can go, and once you get on the other side of that, some of y'all know what I'm talking about, whatever that may be, you get on the other side of that, you realize that every day, my dad says, every day above grass, on this side of the grass, every day on the other side of the grass is a great day. No matter what's going on with my dad, if he's getting chewed up by an escalator, how you doing? I'm doing good. Like, what does that mean? We'll ask him when you see him. To feel fortunate about having something. Health. The blessing of, of, of wealth. Blessed to be loved. I mean, right there, how can you put a price tag on someone that really loves you or a group of people that really love, love you? Blessed to have talent. Blessed means to bestow good on someone and that can be all kinds of things that can be being kind at the grocery store that can be when when you've got like uh you've got a basket full of stuff and someone's got two items and you look back and act like you don't see them why not say hey man why don't you put your stuff down go ahead of me i'm 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 not in a hurry go ahead that's blessing somebody brian that's too practical that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about blessing somebody, being kind, sowing some good seed. You have received, I love this, blessed means that you have received an inheritance or something of value from someone as a sign of favor because of the affection they have towards you. Thank you, Father. I'm blessed because I have received an inheritance. I am an heir and a joint heir with Jesus Christ, and so are you. He shall supply our needs according to his riches in glory. Because of his affection, his relentless love on us, love on us, he has blessed us with an inheritance that is absolutely amazing. Being blessed means you've received special mercy. I would raise my hand for that too. I have received special mercy when I didn't deserve it. Being blessed means that you're a recipient of God's divine favor. Amen to that. How about being blessed means that you have been blessed to enjoy freedom and liberty and liberation from something that once held you captive. You're blessed because that thing no longer holds you. You've been blessed. 
because you've been liberated. Thank you, Father, for being blessed, for blessing us that way. And a gift bestowed by God, such as forgiveness, grace, provision. Psalm 32 says, Blessed is the man whose transgressions are forgiven. Well, let's talk about blessing, since we're talking about the blessing of God today. When we talk about blessing, let's be so Godward in this and think about that being having a blessing or the blessing of God. It's God's favor and protection, but it's also a prayer. It's a prayer that we're asking God's favor and protection and gift to be stowed by God on someone else. That's my heart today. That's my heart, that the blessing of God, the favor and protection of God, we're praying, we're prophesying, we're singing, we're proclaiming, we're reading the word of God and sending that out to your family and to you that you would know the blessing of God in your life. I know that so many things look dark and so many things look hopeless and so many things when you look at it, you think, how can it be? But remember what we talked about a few weeks ago? Don't focus on the storm. Check the storm, but look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the one that brings the blessing. And find that place of gratitude. Find that place of thankfulness. Find that place that you know, God, if I hadn't experienced you like I have, and if you hadn't been there for me, I, w I still wouldn't be here. There are people that are, that are caving and buckling under the pressure of what's happening world right, worldwide right now. It's heartbreaking. There are young people that can't take the pressure. There are older people that think, I, I can't get through this. But I'm asking you today to look to God for the blessing that he has for you in your life. It might completely blow your mind to find out what God has in store for you. The Bible tells us that eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, and neither has it entered into the heart of men that love him, but the Holy Spirit has revealed it to us. So, Father, right now, I ask that the Holy Spirit would go into every home, into every family, into every individual, and speak hope and the blessing of God to refocus it doesn't mean there's not a storm because there's a storm. But what it means that in the midst of that storm, we have peace in God. So I thank you, Lord, for the blessing of Abraham that's upon the people even today, thousands of years later, here in our country and across the world, that there are men and women who are still recipients of God blessing Abraham and then the finished work of Calvary that brought the blessings of Abraham even unto the Gentiles. So we say thank you, Lord. We say thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the blessing upon your people. Thank you for the blessing upon our children. Thank you for the blessing upon our children's children. Thank you, God, for your blessing upon the future generations of this world that will be born and will know you and that will serve you. God, remind us today that if we want your best, then we should give you ours. That if we want what God has, then all that's asked of him is that we would give ourselves to you. 
Remind us, Lord, that it's kind of silly to expect to receive everything that you have when we're not mindful of you, when we don't honor you, when we don't serve you, when we really don't value you, or if we've walked away, or if we've, we've never really pursued you. But, but today, let us put all of those excuses and history aside, and let this be a brand new start, a brand new fresh beginning. God, that regardless of where we have been or, or where we haven't been, that we could renew or start a brand new relationship with God, the Father of all, and receive the blessing of God that you are going to and have already begun pouring out upon your people. So we thank you as we minister this song, not only to the church family at the river, but across our country and across the world, and we proclaim the blessing of the Father upon his creation in Jesus' name. first place that we see this blessing spoken over the children of Israel was in the book of Numbers chapter 6. And Moses was given instruction from God to give to the high priest Aaron. And he told them, he told him that what he would do over the children of Israel is the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. And I was thinking Oftentimes, when uh, when I see something that's in the Old Testament, uh, I want to see I want to see it in the New Testament too, in this priestly blessing that Aaron spoke over the children of Israel. Jesus did this for us in the Book of Luke. Uh, Hebrew tradition tells us that Aaron lifted up his hands and he spoke over the children of Israel. And when he lifted up his hands, his arms were in the shape of the letter of God. And we see in the book of Luke, I believe it's in the last chapter of Luke, just as Jesus is about to ascend into heaven, Scripture tells us that he lifts up, to, lifts up his hand. We know that Jesus is our high priest, right? And this, this beautiful priestly blessing that was spoken in the Old Testament, Jesus fulfilled it and continued it in the New Testament. He lifted up his hands in the last chapter of Luke. And he spoke over the disciples that were over that he was over at that moment, and he blessed them. The scripture says, and many many Bible scholars believe that Jesus himself prayed the same blessing over the disciples, in an effort to show them not only are you blessed, but I want you to go and wait for the promise. And it was through the Holy Spirit through the empowerment of the Holy Ghost in God's people today that this very blessing that's thousands of years old is still over us today. In Hebrews, we are told that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Oh, priests of your homes this morning, I pray that you would rise up and that you would speak this blessing that has been spoken over us today into your children, and generations will continue to receive the blessing of God because the Word of God never returns void. Hallelujah for the blessing of God. Hallelujah for the blessing this morning. Yes, God. Yes, God. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon and be gracious to you. The Lord turn 
we bless you this morning. If you're watching this morning and you don't know the Lord, this blessing in the book of Numbers ended with God telling his people, and my name shall be upon you. And this morning, if you don't know if God's name is on you, if you don't know that you have been redeemed by a name that is given unto men whereby we all must be saved, Scripture tells us, I invite you to confess right now, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I need you to help me. Forgive me of my sins and wash me in the blood of Jesus. Scripture tells us, we know by the word of God that when you confess Jesus, that we are saved. If you confess Jesus this morning in your heart, in your home, wherever you are, if you did it in your heart, the Bible says that you are saved and God's name is written on you. Jesus told the, the men that was around him, that followed him, he says, right now I am with you, but I shall be in you. And if you prayed that prayer this morning under the new covenant by the blood of Jesus, he is in you. We bless you right now. And the priestly blessing from the Old Testament to the New Testament, all the way to this very moment right now, applies to your life in the name of Jesus. We love you. Do us a favor. Share this stream today with your friends and family members. Continue commenting. Let us know how the Lord touched you today. If you were healed during the service today, tell somebody that you were healed. If you gave your heart to Jesus, leave it in the comments. Let us know that your life took a different turn today, a turn for the better, a turn that the blessing of God is over right now. We love you, River family. We'll see you Wednesday night at 6 o'clock for Bible study. Be blessed.